0: He will put those wretched men to a wretched death, and he will lease, lease it to other tenants. Uh, last spring, I had the opportunity um, over here in the in the rectory garden. We put in uh, two new planters. I've been wanting to put them in for some time, but we eventually got around to doing it. And um, Victor and Baldy, our, our mates, crew did a great job in putting in all the soil and getting it all ready. And I was so proud. I I went and I eventually got, I went out and I bought all the plants and I planted all the herbs I wanted and I got tomato plants and I got uh, bell peppers and chili peppers and all sorts of spices and they were all growing. It was fantastic. I was looking at this. It was all starting to grow, these little things that were going. And then suddenly, it stopped and I went, like so about after a month it was all just starting to grow and then it just started to shrink and I said, we need to check the water. Like, there's not enough water. There's, not, there's enough water for a look and we put down the, the ground was lovely and moist. And so anyway, so I talked to my friend who's a vintner. Uh, he, he, he runs a vineyard, and it's a heart of culture. So I explained the problem. He says, well, have you fertilized it? What? He <laughs> said, have you put any fertilizer in it? I said, it's only new. It's only just, how could I need fertilizer just to start it? I've only just planted it. Only like, what if what? About two months ago. <laughs> well, two months, where do you think it's going to get us nutrition? <coughs> From the soil, and I said. Anyway, so we argue about it. But he said, but well, he said, look, planters. He said, there's no word for planters. are when they're shallow planters, you it's all the nutrients you put in, and once it's gone, there's you've got to replenish it right away because. So anyway, so he gave me one of these half bags of stuff. He mixes up. He has all this nice stuff that he mixes up, and he mixes up, I put it on and watered it. And, phew, thing is flourishing. So I now every month I water with this extra nourishment. <laughs> just flowering. It's unbelievable. I was so delighted, so delighted. You could tell I'm not a green thumb, as you could tell, but I learned a lot out of the experiment. But here, here's a part that's like most, a lot of us may not be used to gardening, but, and, but today's metaphors, both in the first reading and in the gospel, is all about gardening. We need to know some things about gardening, um, because he's talking about a vineyard, and it's the same thing. He, he's talking about how now, he, in the first reading, he's, he's pointedly speaking to the leaders, saying, look, uh, this is God, Isaiah speaking on behalf of God. He says, look, I've planted. I've done everything right. But you vineyard tenders are not doing your job. You're not nourishing. You're not leaving.' And he so, says, so what else am I to do? He says, what else am I to do? And then the gospel, Jesus gets pointedly, like he points straight at the Pharisees, and the, and the leaders, the scribes, and says, you know, you're those vineyards. You're, you're those uh, vineyard tenants who are not doing the job. You're not producing the fruit, and you're not producing what I've asked you to do. And so, you know, he, he has them say what he needs to do, what they need to do, and he says, that wretched man should be put to a wretched debt. Now, thankfully, God does not do that to us. He's merciful, but that is what, what happens when we don't take care Of the vineyard of the Lord, and the vineyard of the Lord is the is the responsorial psalm that they beautifully sung. It is the house of Israel. That's us, the people of God. We're the vineyard, and so when we don't tend to one another, we're held accountable. So let's just be very clear: the Lord is making—he's not mincing the words here at all. He says we will be held accountable to the fruit we produce. Now, it's great that he is merciful, but just understand that we're called to produce fruit. And we're called to produce fruit not just as a church, but also individually. Now, just understand, if you think that the leaders of the church today are just the priests and deacons and the religious, you're wrong. Leaders of the church are you. All of us. Anyone who comes to church is considered a leader. Why? Who are you leading? The rest of the world who are not coming to church. You see how it works? So, so we've got, all of us have got a responsibility. Now look, this week in a very important way, in a formal way, uh, Pope Francis has called uh, the synod on synodality. The synod, a synod means to walk with, and he has this um, synod asking bishops, cardinals, archbishops, uh, priests, religious, and lay people all coming together in Rome to decide to till the soil of the church. And to, uh, and to listen to the Holy Spirit. And he evoked the prayer of um, the Second Vatican Council, because he, this is sort of a follow-on, to implement the Second Vatican Council. This is here 60 years later, and we're still struggling to implement things. And he said, we've got to listen to the Holy Spirit. We've got to turn over the soil, and we have to learn to listen as to what is the new nutrients we need. Now... He called upon a lovely metaphor, not a gardening metaphor, but he used a, uh, the conductor and symphony metaphor, that the Holy Spirit is the conductor of the symphony, and all those who are coming to listen need to listen, each of them different instruments at different sounds, and that we have to listen carefully, and it's the Holy Spirit that we're watching, the conductor who is given, is the animator for the, the synod. Now, what he's asking for the church is to listen so that the soil must be tilled. We need to listen to people to reach out to the whole world and to be that nourishment to the whole world. Well, we cannot give what we do not have. And therefore, we need to listen. We need to listen to what is the Lord calling us to do today. Now, that's all great out in Rome and all the leadership out there, but it comes back also to us. Are we listening to the Holy Spirit in our lives, in our heart, Are we tilling the soil of our heart? Are we nourishing the soil of our heart so that it can produce fruit? The the fruit, by the way, that St. Paul was telling the Philippians. The true, the beautiful, the just, the lovely, the kind, the gentle. That's the fruits that we're meant to be producing. And that if we're not producing those in our lives, if there's not evidence for the fruit, Then just like me in the garden, we've got to add something to it. We've got to do something here. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's the nourishment we get from this table. But that's our work. And then we can enjoy the fruits. But we have to accept that we need to till the soil. We have to carve out some time for God in our life. Not just on Sunday, but every day. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. And we have to listen and say, what is it that the Lord is asking me to do today among my friends, among my not-so-friends, among my neighbors, and maybe even to strangers? So today, um, let, us, let, let the Lord not be disappointed in us. Uh, rather, let the Lord be um, delighted by us because we have tilled the soil that we've been good tenants. Uh, Let us commit to turning the soil over in our own lives, to listen to the Holy Spirit in our own heart, and that we inspire and pray that the whole church leadership does the same in the Synod. But we need to do our part. Listen to the Holy Spirit and act so that our fruit can be known to the whole world.